Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so today I wanted to talk to you about how to negotiate and answer salary expectation questions. So um, this is especially important to kind of think about right away when you're applying for jobs, because as you apply and kind of start to get those uh, phone screen interviews, so like right very early on, like you might think that something like salary and what the offer will be doesn't come up until later, but actually it comes up right away. Like right in that first phone screen interview question, interview with that uh, recruiter person, like it might not even be with like a technical person who would in detail do the technical interview with you early, with you later on. Um, you might be, you will be asked the salary expectation question right in that first phone screen, phone screen and so you want to be kind of prepared to answer that question right away before going into um, like as you're applying to jobs. So that's why I wanted to prepare you for that in this uh, episode. And basically, <clears throat> just know like as you're applying for jobs and, it, you know, it depends on your circumstances. Like if you're already in that industry or you're kind of transferring from another industry to a new industry, you're kind of uh, making a big transition or some kind of lateral transition or whatever, like having some knowledge about like what your salary should be, what kind of salaries, like having doing some homework basically on understanding what you should be making is very, 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 very important and that will give you an idea for what your salary expectation should be. However, when you're asked this question at the phone screen, it's actually better not to give a number right away. So basically, the rule of thumb is uh, if you can avoid giving a number for salary for as long as possible during the interview process, um, that's the better thing to do. Like basically, you're, the whole goal here is to have them come up with a number because whoever kind of doesn't give a number first has more leverage so if you say a number you might inadvertently lowball yourself uh, or you might say something that they use against you later on and you're not able to get the best offer at that at that point so basically by not going first you're letting them come up with whatever best offer that they can come up with for you you've already at that point, you've shown that you are holding your ground. You have leverage just by being kind of like cool. Like you don't need this job. Like you, maybe you already have a job. Maybe you have other options. The best scenario always is when you have multiple offers. And so you don't want to show your cards right away, basically, is, is what this is. So like if you say a number and then you get another offer with more money, then you told this place uh, your lower number. And at that point, you've already given a number that's lower than what you could be making. And this is why it's so important to hold back on the salary question at this point. Now, I'm not saying that, um, like, you know, if push comes to shove and you feel pressure to give a number, you know, we'll talk about that as well. But this is sort of the thought process of why it's so important to hold back and not give a number when they're kind of asking you. And and so like, what are some things that you can bring up? How do you have this conversation about salary expectation in that first phone screen um, when, when they ask you? So basically, um, I'm, I actually already have a blog on this at howtophd.org slash um, blog. And so 
if you want to check it out over there, I'm going to actually cover the points that I already wrote about over there here in this podcast episode. So if you want to follow along or something, feel free to hop on over to the blog post, um, which I will also link to that over here. But but yeah, the same thing I, I said just now to negotiate and answer salary expectation questions. Try not to give a number at first during the phone screen. They will ask you salary expectations right away at the fr- phone screen level of the interview process. So be ready to play the game. So that's kind of like the first thing. First of all, like expect to ask as expect to be asked about your expectation for salary. Right. So like don't get shocked or uh, thrown off when they ask you that question right away because you're already expecting it. So like hopefully this episode will prepare you in that regard where you know that they will ask you salary expectations. So don't be thrown off guard. Uh, Go through the process and aim to let them come up with an offer and send you a written offer and then you can negotiate for more money. So basically like when you bring up more like actual figures for money is when you already have a written offer ideally like what you're aiming for here is not to give a number until you have a written offer when you have a written offer from this company or organization that's when you have all of the you know you have all the winning cards basically you have leverage maybe you have other offers and you can pit those against each other to get the most um to get the best offer and happen for you and to get the most amount of salary happen for you. Um, so basically at the phone screen and things like that, and before that point of having a written offer, you want to basically keep that conversation going, keep that interview process going without giving a number. So you can th- say things like, well, it's hard to give a salary number because things like benefits and PTO and sick leave and all of that together make up the offer and these would all be need to uh, be considered as well so it's hard to give a number like you know uh, I would be considering the whole offer in general so like just salary is is kind of hard to um, talk about so that's something that you can bring up if after that they still keep pressuring you that's fine but you at least said something here like you said a line here that sounds very reasonable it's a very balanced answer they understand that you're not a fool who doesn't understand how like the world works right so like you know that's one thing you can say next thing the next thing you can uh, kind of mention is well you know it's kind of hard to give a number because things like location would affect it like maybe at the phone screen level, you don't know where you'll end up. Like maybe you're open to relocation and you don't know um, like where the job will be. And so you can point out that, you know, cost of living is something that affects, that should affect salaries. So like you, you know, if you, you can make up some numbers, you can make up some examples, like this is not the number you're asking, but you can say something like, well, you know, if I were wanting 120K in like Dayton, Ohio, that would be more like 150, 160 in Washington, D.C. So like, you know, things like that. It's hard to say one number for salary because um, cost of living has a big uh, effect in this. So, again, you're bringing up something that's completely real. It's not a bogus statement. Um, you're showing that you're a reasonable, professional, balanced person that, you know, you have know how of the world Like they can't just fool you um, by making you say a number and, and not adjust for cost of living or something, you know, like you're bringing that up right in that phone screen as they're as they're asking you. And then 
what you can say, like a really straight cut, uh, short answer, and these are all options. You can say all of these, one of these, some of these, whatever, right? This is up to you. I'm giving you some ideas here in order to navigate this process, in order to like kind of arm you with what stuff you can say um, that will be in your favor and, and hopefully help you to make the most amount of money later on, you know, in the actual offer. So the straight cut answer, and this is something that I have to thank Isaiah Henkel for. I learned this from him and his group, Cheeky Scientist. Um, this is what they recommend saying, and that's, I will consider all reasonable offers. So basically, that actually, first of all, tells them that you're a reasonable person who will consider a reasonable offer. It's not like an offer is made and you won't even consider it, right? Like you're going to consider a reasonable offer and offer means more than just salary benefits and everything right so you're coming from that perspective here you're giving them that that perspective of 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 where you're coming from with this answer um and then also since you're saying i will consider all reasonable offers that's multiple offers which that also implies uh whether that's true or not and and hopefully it's true and you are applying to multiple places um, what that means is that you're applying to multiple places and expecting to get multiple offers. Um, and and that's, that actually makes you really um, attractive. Like it, it makes people chase you. So it, it's always good to be looking for a job when you already have a job. It's always good to be looking for a job um, when, you, when you're also looking for other jobs. So like it's not the one thing that you're going after and then you are the one who are who, who is um, chasing that job let everybody else chase you by already having a job or going for multiple options and then you might have multiple offers and and you're saying you're both giving yourself leverage with this and saying that you're a reasonable person who will consider all reasonable offers and no one can really argue with that so like with that you're making a very strong statement which also covers your back here and you're not um hopefully you can kind of not give a number you know hopefully this helps to not give a number now if they keep badgering you still and they really really want um uh want a number we we will get well we'll get to that as well but like these types of answers like the the three options here that i just mentioned um these will make you seem like a reasonable and balanced person who is not easily fooled um if you have a current, if you currently have a job, then as far as they're concerned, you're in no real rush and you can leverage the fact that you, that, that fact that you have a job to make yourself more attractive. So the more leverage you have, the better offer you can get. Just remember this, people are not going to make you the best offer that you deserve. People are going to make you the offer that they can get away with. So the more leverage you have, the better chance of you actually landing something closer to what you actually deserve. What is it, uh, you know, what you can actually, um, is good for you because other people are not necessarily looking out for you. Only you are looking out for you. So without leverage and without looking like a catch, you will end up with a, with a worse offer. So why, so don't do that, right? You want to have leverage. You want to look like a catch. Okay. So now say, say the situation, like if with all of these types of responses, you get away with not giving a number, great, right? You've said some really reasonable things. You're a smart, reasonable person in their eyes. 
um, and you basically delay, you postpone having to give a number. And the more you can postpone giving a number, uh, the more leverage you have, the more they have to come up with a number and hopefully they will um, come up with a better number than than would have happened if you gave a number. Because you can, don't forget, you can always lowball yourself um, and, and you can let them uh, lowball you, which in this case, hopefully you are not going to let them lowball you. So next thing I want to mention uh, about salary expectation is if you must absolutely give a number for salary expectation, uh, then go for like 10 to 20K higher than what you would settle for. Like, I'm serious. Like, do not lowball yourself. Do not be shy. Don't say you want 80 when you really want 100. Don't say you want 120 when you, you know what I mean? Like, don't lowball yourself. Like, like what is like the minimum, minimum, minimum that you'll work for, that you'll settle for, and that go like way above that as far as asking uh, for salary expectation. So go well above and beyond what you would settle for um, so that you're completely comfortable with that number. Like even if they come in a bit lower than that, you're completely comfortable. So like if you want um, six figures, don't say 90. Like that's never going to get you six figures, you know. Like um, if you want, uh, I don't know, if you want 90, you probably really should be asking for 110, 120. You know what I mean? Like those, that kind of um, mindset is what you need to have. And, and the very important thing here, so, so listen up, do not give a range. Do not, okay? Do not give a range. Now, other, you might hear this elsewhere that giving a range is a good thing, but I personally think that giving a range is not a good thing. If you say a range, like a hot, say, say you say, I'll be good with 100 to 120K, they will just give you freaking 100K. Like they will just give you the lower end of your range that you gave them because you just told them that you would be good in that range of 100 to 120. So why on earth, like if this company is one of those companies that's just trying to like cut their, you know, cut and give you whatever they can get away with, which is a lot of companies, then they will not give you 120. They will not give you like the higher end of that range you give, gave them, they'll give you the lower end and you might as well have said 100, you know, and then you're, then you're more firm and more decisive. So in that case, like if you want to be making 100, you do not want to say 100, you want to say something like 120, 130. So then, so then you may, may end up at 100, right? And if you say, um, you know, you want to make 100 and you say 80 to 100, you'll get 80, like, please do not say 80 to 100 if you're hoping to make 100 because you'll just get 80. Like, please. OK, I have known this to happen personally for people who are currently making less money than they should be making, that they could be making. Um, because uh, as much as we were saying, like the offer is more than salary, salary does determine how much money you make right now and also later. So it's actually very, 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 very important. If you're switching jobs, getting your first job, whatever, doing this right, doing your salary stuff, right? Like talking about salary expectation and negotiating with your salary offer, doing all of this is very important because it really, really directly affects how much you'll make and how much, not only how much you'll make right now, but how much you will make going forward. So do not, um, like, don't shoot yourself on the foot on this. Okay. And, and take this seriously. And, uh, 
what can I say? Just, uh, you know, I believe in you and you have to believe in you. You have to ask for what you're worth. You know, you have to go above that in order to get what you're worth. So again, companies will pay you what they can get away with paying you. They will not pay you what you actually deserve. So keep that in mind. Remember that although your salary is just one of many things in an offer, it does lock you to that number for not just this job and its incremental raises. Because remember, when you get a raise next year, if you start this job, you get a raise, it's based on your current salary. So like it's based on, it's a percentage of your salary. So it's based on that same salary figure, which if you got a lower one, your raises, everything, everything will be affected. But for your next job as well. So even though you're playing it cool about salary not being everything at first, it is actually very important that you're playing it cool in the beginning, saying that salary is not everything so that you can say something reasonable to answer the question that they ask you during the phone screen. In reality, salary is very important and you do want the best salary that you can get, not the, you know, lowball salary that you might get if you don't play this game right. So you're winning, you're playing this game to win, okay? You're playing this game. So so not to get a lowball salary that will affect you for many years to come, but you're playing this game to give yourself the biggest advantage so you can get the biggest salary, okay? And uh, look at my blog at howtophd.org because I've got some uh, pictures and like some videos on there uh, that gives you more information about all of this. So please uh, feel free to do that. Go and visit the blog right now and actually look at the the kind of like the supplemental um, content I have on there in video as well as picture form. Like you can see what I text with my friends. Like I tell my friends this information. This is not just me uh, like bullshitting you. This is me learning all of this from real life, from my own experience, from my friends' experiences. And and this is what I recommend to like my nearest and dearest, my closest people. Um, so I'm sharing this with you in the hope that you will make what you deserve, what your dream, you know, money is, and like you're not uh, lowballing yourself. Okay, so now that you understand what what this game is, now that you understand that salary expectation, how to answer uh, salary expectation questions, we're gonna actually move to negotiating. Okay. So I have more content on negotiating as well, but I will say uh, in short over here, like what what's going on here. So after, so remember, when is the time to bring up about salary? When is the time to give them your number? After you get the written offer from this job. After you get the written offer, then is the time to strike. Then is your time to ask for more money. Why? Again, because that's when you have more leverage. You don't ask for more money when you lack leverage, right? Because then you won't get it. Like if you ask for more money when you have less leverage, then you'll get less money. If you ask for more money when you have more leverage, you will actually get more money. So to set yourself up for success with getting more money, you will wait until you get the written offer when you have more leverage. And, and hopefully you have written offers from other places too at that point, or maybe even just verbal offers. Like, as far as like negotiating with the company who's just given you a written offer, you can even quote verbal offers from other companies, right? Like you can play this game a little bit dangerously. It also depends on your risk um, averseness, your risk taking uh, as well. But like, you know, no risk, no pain, no gain, right? Like you want to you want to play this game with a little bit of a risk, I think, uh, is this okay? Because you're trying to maximize how much you make. So 
after getting the actual written offer, this is when you have more most leverage. Um, if you have multiple offers, then you have even more leverage. And, and when you have more leverage, that is when you strike. So I actually have a template email that you can send, uh, which asks for more sal- salary. Like you send this email asking for more salary uh, when you get the written offer. And I have a link to a video that talks about this template email that you can totally steal. You can use this email yourself when, when you um, communicate with your company asking for more money. So please go ahead and uh, and look at that video on, on my blog. Um, and that will help you. Basically, I'll, I'll, I'll actually read it out to you real quick. So what do you do in this email is first, as you get the written offer, first you thank them, right? So now we're not talking salary expectation anymore. This is salary negotiation, right? So this is a sort of like you're wrapping it up. Like you got the offer, you want to negotiate for more salary, and then you want to move on. You know, that's your move right now. So, so one thing to keep in mind is like you, if you, if you feel shy about negotiating for salary, like I can tell you that companies actually expect you to negotiate for more salary. So do not feel shy. Like, again, you're only going to shoot yourself in the foot if you don't negotiate because like you might be like, yeah, I'm so over it. I just really want this job. I want to leave my current job. I want to leave my current position or whatever state um, and get this new job. So like, yeah, sure. Okay. To whatever offer they give you. But actually companies give you the offer expecting that you'll negotiate. So if you don't negotiate, you just left money on the table. Like you, you could have had more money. You know what I mean? In your salary. And again, remember salary is the money that, that, that affects how much money you make in the future, not just how much money you make this year, but next year and then, and the next year and the next year and the next year. And even in the next job that it, cause they'll, they'll ask you what you make now, right. In your next job. So like, don't, don't fuck this up. Like just, okay. Thank you. Sorry. Um, okay. So what you say in this negotiation email is this position. So first you thank them. Okay. So I've got this uh, template in that video. So look at the video carefully, but first you thank them. You just like enthusiastically thank them. You say, then you basically say why, like you remind them again, why you're like freaking kick ass and perfect for this job. So you can say something like this position is a great fit with my strong background in physics and especially my doctoral work on radio experiments. I can bring a diverse set of skills and expertise to the firm and will always be looking to excel. So this is what I said for a specific uh, position. This was actually my first job out of grad school at Booz Allen Hamilton. And so so obviously this is catered to me and my background, but you can kind of take this and switch out the words that are specific to my background on what, what I do with your background. Okay, so this is just a template example thing that you can use for your your email. And then in the next line, you say, I'm wondering, is it possible to enhance this offer in terms of salary? And then you say, thank you again uh, for the offer letter and very helpful information during the interview process, um, et cetera, et cetera. Like you say some more things. It's It's like you know, you end with more thank yous, basically, and keep it all very pleasant, very enthusiastic, and then sign off. And that's it. Like, you don't have to send them a whole storybook asking for more money. You just keep it really short, simple, thankful, enthusiastic, direct, and confident. Okay, 
confidently ask for more money. I'm serious. Even the positions that say that they can't give you more money will give you more money. Um, um, that they've already they've already spent time and money interviewing you at this last freaking minute. If you ask for more money, chances are you you can probably get at least a couple thousand more. Like that's my experience. I'm telling you, negotiate for more money. Don't take their first written offer and just be like, yeah, I'm done. This is what I'll make. No, always try to get more money. Okay. Okay. So yeah, please um, check out the blog. In general, I, I, I make content on this topic. So, you know, you can look around the blog uh, and, and see what else you can find. Um, and, and good luck, you know, like all the best to you on your job search. I feel very passionately about this topic. I hope that you get the job that you deserve, that you make the money that you deserve and all good things happen. Okay. Um, go chase your dreams and all the best. Okay. Good luck. Thank you.